1: To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on.
2: Right now at 6, we are on the scene of breaking news in Cumberland County, where four people are dead in a crash with a tractor-trailer. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Matt Tallhelm. WRL's Sky 5 you see here flying over the scene. You can see that charred SUV. This is at Goldsboro Road and Hayfield Road. We're told a tractor trailer and that SUV collided in the intersection. Now, to give you a better idea, take a look at this map. To show you where this is located at, this is a rural part of the county. We're right between Eastover and Wade. WRL's Brett Neese is there live on the ground. Brett, what are investigators telling you there?
3: Yeah, Matt, investigators have wrapped up that part of this and now the cleanup well underway. Five people were in that SUV. They were all ejected and four of them have died. A fifth one in the hospital right now, airlifted with very serious injuries. This is the tractor trailer we're talking about here behind me. You can see it's completely on its side and the cab of this tractor trailer completely burned out. It actually caught some of the woods on fire. You can see where that's all charred. And as we pan down here, you're going to see where the impact happened down at that intersection. That's the one we're talking about, Hayfield and Goldsboro Road, as this cleanup is continuing here. It's going to be out here for quite a while, Goldsboro Road, Highway 13 is completely shut down right now but uh, this all happened just after three o'clock. The driver of the tractor trailer, I am told, he went to the hospital. Uh, He is going to be okay. They're checking him out there at the hospital, but this is video uh, of this scene earlier whenever they were still investigating it, taking their measurements to try to figure out exactly how this happened. We also have some video showing you when that SUV, it's a Chevy Trailblazer, I'm told, was pulled out of the woodline area, completely burned and charred. It's just a disheartening scene to look at there, especially knowing that four people unfortunately lost their lives here. We're working to learn more information about who those five were in that SUV and we're hoping to get an update soon on that fifth person who was taken to the hospital. They were airlifted to the hospital with very serious injuries. As soon as we get an update on that fifth person, we'll bring that to you. But uh, Highway 13 going to be closed for a while while they work to clean this tractor trailer up and some of the debris. Matt.
2: Yeah, when you see how badly burned that SV is, it's just so sad there. Brett Neese, live in Cumberland County for us. Thank you, Brett. Durham police are investigating the death of a woman at a hotel as a homicide. The WRL breaking news tracker arrived at the Sinesta Select Hotel. That's on Residence Inn Boulevard, right as crime scene investigation was underway there. The call came in to police just after 8 o'clock this morning as a reported heart attack. But when officers arrived, they found that woman's body in the hotel. Police have not identified the woman or said how she died. They tell us this crime does not appear to be random. Dozens of firefighters have put out the flames at a home in Durham this afternoon. This happened around 2 o'clock on Wood Street. One firefighter received a burn to his hand and he was treated at the scene. No one else was hurt, but that house, as you can see, sustained considerable damage. You'll see all that smoke there. Two adults are displaced from that home tonight. The cause is under investigation. We've learned one of two people hurt in a crash on Penny Road in Cary has died. The crash happened near 1010 Road around 3.30 Saturday afternoon. Police say 75-year-old Miriam Strickland of Raleigh suffered a medical emergency while she was driving. She lost control of the vehicle and crashed into a tree. She died in that crash. Her passenger, Mary Ann Taylor of Raleigh, was badly hurt. We don't know her exact condition this evening. New at 6, a 14-year-old boy is back home safe with his family tonight. That teen is nonverbal and has some cognitive impairments. When drivers spotted him walking along Pool Road near Hodge Road this morning, they called 911. Sheriff's deputies arrived and took that teen to Wake Med to make sure he was okay. Deputies also worked with Wake Emergency Management to issue a community alert that went out to 50,000 people who live within a five-mile radius. Because of all that, it took less than an hour for that team to be reunited with his family. It is unclear at this point how he got away from home. Cancer is the leading cause of death for firefighters. The International Association of Firefighters says occupationally caused cancer accounts for more than 75 percent of line of duty deaths. Tomorrow, President Biden will address the association in D.C. It's something no president has done in more than two decades. WREL's Laura Levine shares what changes they're pushing for as fire departments right here in the Triangle are taking precautions of their own.
4: Firefighters respond to a massive fire. You would assume the dangers ahead are only the flames they battle and the smoke they inhale.
1: We do put our lives on the line um, to save other people. We just want to make sure that You know, the gear that we're wearing to do that isn't killing us internally.
4: The gear Jason Parker with the Professional Firefighters of Durham is speaking of has polyfluorokyle substances, better known as PFAS or forever chemicals, which are linked to liver and kidney cancer and many other illnesses.
1: We need to address it in making sure that there's alternatives to PFAS, that the gear that we wear to protect ourselves and the public isn't signing our own death warrant.
4: That's why the International Association of Firefighters is looking forward to a conference with President Biden to push for more funding for research and to expand benefits if a member sadly becomes another
1: statistic. We want to ensure that our members who are killed by occupational disease receive the same benefits that folks do who are killed actually at the scene of an event through car accidents, heart disease.
4: A lot of these solutions will take time and money, which many local municipalities do not have. In Durham, some policies are already in place.
1: After we go to a structure fire, we are supposed to decon our gear after we exit the structure before we get into our trucks to return back to the station. Um, after a structure fire, once we do return back to the station, we are um, required to take our gear apart and bag it up.
4: Last year President Biden signed legislation that prohibits the Department of Defense from buying any turnout clothing that contains PFAS once another available option is on the market. But advocates want change now. And
1: more importantly for both our present generation and future firefighters that we develop an alternative that we can wear into these in these hazardous environments and not be concerned what we're bringing home.
4: Laura Levine, WREL News.
2: We
1: are working to learn more about what led up
2: to a driver losing control along Miami Boulevard in Durham and crashing through a fence into a house there. You can see in this video from the WRAL breaking news tracker, the front of that white SUV is badly damaged. The house appears to be okay, but will be evaluated for any structural damage. There's no word on possible charges this evening. The Wake County Animal Center is issuing an urgent plea for people to consider adoption because the shelters nearing capacity. The last time the center risked having to euthanize animals because of space was back in December. The center has taken in 90 dogs in roughly the last week. There are now 135 dogs waiting for permanent homes. Another 20 are with foster families also waiting for adoption. And on top of all that, surrendering pets, those appointments are fully booked through mid-April. That means another 130 dogs will be coming into the shelter over the next six weeks. So if you're thinking about adoption, here's what you need to know. The fees for dogs are $95. Any dog that's been at the shelter for more than two weeks is available for just $25. Those fees include the spay-neuter surgery, microchipping and updated vaccinations, You can check out the adoption gallery by going to wake.gov and select adopt a pet in the task menu. Only do that if you're ready to take home a couple of them. You can also go to the Animal Center on Beacon Lake Drive. You'll for sure leave with some. It's open from noon to six, seven days a week. Governor Roy Cooper will deliver the State of the State address tomorrow. He'll speak before a joint legislation session. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson will deliver the Republican response immediately after the governor's speech. That address starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. You can watch it live right here on WRAL and on WRAL News+. Plus. You can get WRL News Plus wherever you stream on the WRL News app and on WRL.com. It's also available on Channel 34 and Spectrum Channel 1257. You can listen to WRL News Plus on the radio. Go to 99.3 in Raleigh, 96.5 in Durham, and 101.5 HD3 all across the Triangle. Coming up new at six, the president is in Selma, Alabama tonight. How people there are commemorating the 58th anniversary of Bloody Sunday when police attacked civil rights marchers. Plus,
1: despite being on the campus for the
2: last 40 years, they have not allowed us to go back into the mosque and worship there and have public services. Supporters of a mosque on Shaw University's campus demand it be reopened. Why they say it's not fair. The doors are still shuttered because of the pandemic. Anthony
5: and we have another beautiful day to start the week. Comfortable temperatures, lots of sunshine. I'll show you though when we could see a return to winter like temperatures coming up.
2: At least seven people are recovering from injuries after a massive fire here swept through a building in the Bronx borough of New York City. You can see the massive plumes of smoke rising above the building there. When firefighters arrived on the scene, they found these flames shooting from the roof of a grocery store. Investigators believe a lithium battery in an electric bike triggered that five alarm blaze. New at six, President Joe Biden is now in Selma, Alabama to commemorate Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday happened in 1965 when civil rights demonstrations ended in violence. 600 demonstrators had planned to march 54 miles to Alabama's capital of Montgomery, but along the way they were assaulted by police. Dozens were hurt. Bloody Sunday sparked demonstrations in other cities all across the country. New tonight, there is a renewed push to reopen the King Khalid Mosque on the campus of Shaw University in Raleigh. Today, the Council on Islamic and American Relations hosted a town hall to address the need for that mosque. Speakers shared how communities in our area can counter Islamophobia and promote justice and peace. The mosque closed in 2020 because of the pandemic. It's remained off limits since. We have a presence here and that if we are threatened, our presence anywhere, it's a threat to our population everywhere. Despite being on the campus for the last 40 years,
3: they have not allowed us to go back into the mosque and worship there and have public services.
2: Attorney Nigel Edwards, you just heard from there, says the university has cited COVID-19 concerns, yet the chapel on campus has remained open to the public. We should note, because Shaw is a private Baptist school, it is not required to accommodate other faiths. Today marks 15 years since UNC student body President Eve Carson was robbed and murdered. Carson was shot and killed during the early morning hours of March fifth, two 2008. Police classified the 22-year-old's death as a random robbery at the time. Two men, DeMario Atwater and Lawrence Lovett Jr., were convicted in her killing. Both are serving life in prison without the possibility of parole. We've learned there's a new timeline for when construction's expected to start on a major road project that will shut down a busy intersection in West Raleigh. That work near the state fairgrounds is now tentatively scheduled to begin Tuesday. Crews had planned to start the work at the intersection of Blue Ridge Road and Hillsborough Street this weekend, but NCDOT postponed that work, they tell us, because of the weather. When the work is done, Blue Ridge Road will pass underneath Hillsborough Street, the railroad tracks, and Barrel Road. The DOT says it's part of a larger project to make the intersection safer for people attending events in that area. Well, Chris Rock is making some waves and putting Will Smith on blast. The comedian spent about 10 minutes of his live Netflix comedy special last night addressing the infamous slap. Take a listen.
4: The people I didn't hurt. It's still- I got
0: summertime ringing in my ear.
2: Summer, summer, summertime. You're going to have it in your head now after hearing that. Rock joke that anybody who says words hurt has never been punched in the face before. He also suggested the slap was more about Smith's relationship with his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, than it was about him. Will Smith apologized after slapping Rock during last year's Oscars, but the Academy banned him for attending for 10 years. Well, it kind of feels like a little summer summertime out there, Anthony. <laughs>
5: we such nice weekend weather. Oh, it was. It was so beautiful. And the good thing is we're going to see that continue as we head into the nice. start of this week. Sunshine, just a calm forecast, kind of what this picture is summing up out there for us this evening. Then we get some changes, though. We do have a cold front that's on the way into our Tuesday, and it's going to return our temperatures to really where we should be for this time of year. I'll show you that here in just a second, but look at this beautiful shot. Our North Hills camera, it is just so still out there this evening and just comfortable, too. We're seeing some of those high-level clouds in the distance. The sun just went down, that kind of just gorgeous red and orange sunset off in the distance there. Temperatures are comfortable. We're at 59 in Roxboro, 64 in Raleigh, 64 as well in Fayetteville 63 there as we head towards southern pines this evening. So any plans over the next couple of hours looking good. You still probably will want the winter coat maybe or just bundle up a little bit tomorrow morning because of those temperatures dropping mainly in the low forties. By the time we head out for our monday morning commute by the afternoon, though, as was the, like this morning, you were certainly will not need to bundle up. It's going to be a beautiful forecast tomorrow afternoon. We'll call it 42 tomorrow morning no issues heading into work and school. It's a cold start. Lots of sunshine. no problems as far as any big systems on the way tomorrow afternoon. It is another day of sunshine across the board, comfortable temperatures, even a few degrees warmer than today. Another day to head outside, enjoy it, take a walk or something like that. It's gonna be a good day to do so. All of us in the low seventies, maybe a few upper seventies down to the south. 74 in Goldsboro we will be at 71 in Rocky Mount there is where we are headed though. So we should be at 60 degrees for this time of year. We've been certainly seeing above normal temperatures here really for the past couple of weeks. We haven't had a stretch where we're at normal or even below normal for a little while. But look what happens as that cold front comes through 74 on Tuesday. Then we see that return to our normal pattern by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, we're going to be below normal at 51 and then that trend continues as we head into next weekend, which by the way, I wanted to remind you next weekend here is daylight saving time too. we're going to start to spring forward here Sunday morning and I'll show you that graphic here in just a second. But nonetheless, feeling more like winter for all of us out there over the next week or so. And this is again that map from the Climate Prediction Center. This is mid March. And so even as we look beyond our extended forecast here, still talking below normal temperatures outlined there in that blue color contour, certainly looking likely for all of us. So like I said, it's going to start to feel more like winter. And that begs the question here as we head towards spring. That's when spring uh, we spring forward. Here's next weekend, two o'clock Sunday morning, just kind of to get you a reminder. It's not quite here yet, but then it's going to be turning those clocks forward. Like I said, one hour at 2 a.m. next Sunday, and then we will see daylight saving. Time beginning specifically early next weekend. Otherwise, look at this pattern. We're at 74 on Tuesday, 59 on Wednesday. A beautiful, still pretty nice stretch of weather here for most of this week until we head into Friday, mainly during the evening. And then as we head into Saturday, Matt, that's when we could see another round of some showers and storms coming through. But for the most part, here a really nice stretch of weather still this week.
2: Okay, get outside and enjoy it, but not before you hear from Casey Hintz (laughs) with a look at our sports today. Hey, Casey. Well,
5: you know what, Matt? It
0: was a really interesting day at PNC (laughs) Arena this afternoon, okay? Kids and ghosts, those things don't normally mix, right? But today it was the perfect match, I'll tell you what I mean. Plus, Campbell hasn't been to the NCAA tourney since 1992. They were Cinderella this year. Did the slipper fit? Find out next.
5: Five seconds.
1: Ricky Clemens into traffic. Delorso teardrop. Campbell leads.
0: This is a nice little floater there to beat Radford in this one and punch their tickets to the Big South Championship game, which was going to be played today in Charlotte. Hey, good evening, everyone. Well, Campbell has gotten close to getting to the tournament, but it's been since 1992 since they punched their ticket. Like I said, they got awfully close here, taking on UNC Asheville today with a slipper fit. Let's get you out to Charlotte and see. Kevin McGeehan's group has knocked off the three seed and the two seed coming to this one. First half tied at 13. Patience and ball movement. Devin Dunn from deep and the early lead. How about j Powell, The grad transfer, a career day, 26 points, 10 boards. The flush here, Campbell up three at the half. Then over after the break, Camels starting to pull away. Rollsville's own Ricky Clemens taking it to the paint. He chipped in 17 points on the day, but from there the Bulldogs go on a 25-7 run to close out the game. Campbell falls short in this one, 77-73 the final. Well, seven seedings are out for this week's ACC Men's Tournament. Carolina, a seventh seed will play Wednesday at 7 p.m. State gets the sixth seed. Pack will be the late game that night taken on well, we don't know who they're going to play, but they'll be at 9.30 tip, and Duke gets the double bye first game on Thursday. Join me tonight on Sports Extra. ACC Panic Room looks ahead to the men's conference tournament. This week in Greensboro, we'll sip on some Joe Gillio's shot of Joe to go, plus much more following the 10 p.m. news. Well, fans getting their first look at the newest Carolina Hurricane, Shane Gostespierre. He was acquired from Arizona just before the trade deadline. Now, why he was picked up? Well, that was on full display this afternoon. Against Tampa Bay. Let's get you out to PNC Arena. It was Kids Night, which explains the kid made logo jerseys you saw in the warm ups. First period, Andre Sveshnikov, like a kid playing Sega. He goes top shelf, 22nd of the year. 1 nothing Canes. So, how about the power play? They bring in Gossespair, and here he is. He gets an assist. Tavo Taravainen with the goal, and that makes it 2 0 after the second oldest kid game in the book a little tic-tac-toe turbo with his second of the game he'd go on to have a hattie canes on their way to another route but not without another showing from the man advantage give it up for the ghost this is why they brought him in goss despair two games two power play goals freddie stops off fourteen shots as the canes cruise six nothing
5: you know everyone's got a job in here everyone's got a role Uh, you know they they told me my role they were honest with me from day one and you know, that's what I focus on. Uh, You know, I'm just happy to you know get on board this train and, you know, hopefully keep it rolling.
0: To the doke we go. State looking to sweep New Jersey Institute of Technology trailing most of this game, down 5-4, bottom of nine. One on and this is guy who you want up with a mirror running. Peyton Green sends it high and kiss it goodbye. Sixth homer of the season. Pack walk it off to stay undefeated, 6-5 the the final. Series wrap at the Bosch. Heels up 6-4 on Stony Brook. Two on for Jackson Break uh, Boy, he was all gassed this afternoon. His second long ball of the afternoon. The three-run shot extends Carolina's lead. Heels blow it open from there for the sweep. 15-4 from yeah, Chapel Hill. Break. It was a Chamber of Commerce day at the DBAP. Duke and Princeton in a Check rubber and match. Of Tigers up 4-5-4, home half of the Mashed fourth. Jay Bashir rocks it track. to dead center the the off the, the top wall. Top 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 of the two-run go-ahead double, One. all part Sporn of a seven-run inning. Blue Devils clinch the series right. 12-5 the two. final from Durham. Okay.
2: Thank you, Casey, and thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you'll join us again at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 right here on WRAL. Next on NBC Nightly News, a major shift for employers tonight, some no longer requiring college degrees for jobs. Find out why
5: next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
3: Call. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. BGW Void or prohibited by law. See terms and
4: conditions 18 plus.